RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. A public housing estate in Kwai Chung reports dozens more COVID cases and officials urge Wong Tai Sin residents to get tested. The Chief Justice defends judicial independence and condemns attempts to intimidate judges. And NATO says it's sending additional ships and fighter jets to Eastern Europe. A public housing estate in Kwai Chung at the centre of a major COVID-19 outbreak has reported dozens more cases. Health officials have also called on residents of Wong Tai Sin to get tested over concerns about both the Delta and Omicron variants in that district, Violet Wong reports. Health officials said in a press briefing that 69 more people have come down with COVID-19 at Kwai Chung Estate. This raised the total number of confirmed or preliminary infections there to more than 210. Of the latest confirmed cases, 27 are residents or visitors of Yak Kwai House, 33 are connected to Ying Kwai House, and 9 are linked to other blocks in the estate. In all, the Centre for Health Protection reported a total of 109 new COVID cases, 98 of them local infections. The source of five of them is unknown. These patients include a student at King George V School in Ho Tin who lives in Tong Chung, a middle-aged woman who lives in Kwai Fong Estate and recently visited Kwai Fong Plaza and Metro Plaza in Kwai Chung, and a Chunwan resident who works as a computer technician at a bank. The other two unlinked infections involve a patient who lives in Sham Shui Po and works at a barber shop, and an elderly man who lives in Wong Tai Sin. Dr. Chang Shok Kwan of the Center for Health Protection called on Wong Tai Sin residents to get tested. For the Wong Tai Sin district, because of the sewage problem and because we also found some Delta and Omicron in those sewage surveillance, and now we found some cases with suspected Delta. So we appeal to the uh, residents or those who work in the Wong Tai Sin district to come to uh, have voluntary testing as soon as possible. Dr. Chuang Shukwan from the Centre for Health Protection ending that report by Violet Wong. Health officials ordered a partial evacuation of residents from a Wong Tai Sin block on fears the coronavirus is being transmitted vertically at the building. Infections have been reported from at least three units of Block 1 of Tropicana Gardens and all residents living in Units E were moved out. Meanwhile, residents of two units in Fukong House at Taiwo Hawa State were told to evacuate over suspicion of vertical transmission of the virus there. The government says... Its Department of Bureaus will implement special work arrangements from tomorrow. It says the Civil Service Bureau has issued guidelines to departments requiring them to reduce the number of staff working in offices while maintaining basic public services. Officials also urged private business employers to let their staff work from home. Chief Justice Andrew Chung has condemned attempts to intimidate judges presiding over cases related to the 2019 social unrest and national security. In a speech marking the opening of the legal year, he says these actions are a direct affront to the rule of law and judicial independence and described them as futile and pointless. Criminal liability will continue to be determined in accordance with the applicable law and the strength of the evidence presented before the court. Those who are proven guilty will be convicted and those not so proven will be acquitted. Convicted defendants will be given punishments that their crimes deserve, no more and no less. This is our job as judges, and we are determined to discharge our duty without regard to any threats that are made to deter us from it. 
Justice Chung was also asked about the case of 47 people charged with subversion over LegCo primaries held in 2020. They were charged in March last year and are still being detained, but their case hasn't been heard. The Chief Justice says he won't comment on individual cases, but said court procedures are in place. All these take time, and it is not up to the courts to subjectively say that, oh, I want to have the case tried as soon as possible, maybe next week I'll do it. Then he can, the courts can do it. No, the court cannot. We are a common law jurisdiction. We have our rules and we have our procedures. All these rules and procedures are there designed to protect the interests of the parties, including in particular the interests of the defendants. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. Meanwhile, the new chairman of the Bar Association, Victor Dawes, said lawyers should not be attacked for who they represent. He says everyone should have access to what he called fearless legal representation and advice. Barristers do not choose who they prosecute or defend. Whether they are acting for a consumer or a bank, whether they are acting for the government or an individual, they act to the best of their ability. It would be a sad day, indeed, where individuals were unable to obtain legal advice and representation because lawyers were pressured, whether morally or economically, not to take up certain cases deemed to be sensitive. A microbiologist from the University of Hong Kong says the severity of Omicron should not be downplayed, even though a study has showed that the variant caused significantly milder symptoms compared with earlier strains. Dr Jasper Chan says Omicron can still cause serious complications and is far deadlier than the common cold. If you look at the clinical data from susceptible groups in terms of severe disease and death, Omicron is still much higher. So I do not think that we can uh, say that, oh, it has now evolved into just a common cold virus. Not yet, I think. But uh, there is some hope because we can see that it is along this trajectory of evolution. So it is now getting milder. It is more adaptable to human-to-human transmission. And so the virus is very smart and it will be able to live among uh, human while not killing us. So that is eventually what is probably going to be achieved. But at this stage, not yet. Police have urged the public not to to avoid visiting the Mongkok flower market in light of the worsening COVID outbreak, adding that people should avoid peak times if they must go. The force said crowd and traffic control measures will be adopted near the flower market from Thursday to next Tuesday, the first day of the Lunar New Year. Superintendent Ho Siu Kai, the assistant district commander of Mongkok, says more officers will also be stationed in the area to monitor the situation. We will take into account the uh, prevailing crowd situation. We would not like to see or have a situation when it is becoming overcrowded within the uh, flower market, which may lead to issues of uh, public safety, traffic issues, and the heightened risk of uh, spread of the pandemic. To the public, I would like to appeal to them that we are having a serious COVID-19 pandemic situation. So for the sake of your own health and that of others, Please avoid going to crowded places. The, across the border, mainland authorities have lifted a month-long pandemic lockdown in the northern city of Xi'an as new infection figures fall across the country. But with the Winter Olympics set to begin next week, the authorities are scrambling to eradicate flare-ups in several major cities, including Beijing. Frank Young reports. 
the 13 million residents of Xi'an will be breathing a sigh of relief after a protracted lockdown was officially lifted. The city has now been downgraded to low risk and its inhabitants will now be allowed to travel freely provided they use their health code system. A Xinhua report says the city is now getting back to work and traffic has resumed as well. The city has confirmed more than 2,000 local COVID cases since it was put on lockdown more than a month ago following an outbreak attributed to the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Across the mainland, authorities reported 18 new local cases for the day, including six in Beijing. There were also 39 imported cases. With the Winter Olympics just around the corner, officials are determined to rein in the spread of the virus in and around the capital. Two million people who live in Beijing's Fengtai district had earlier been ordered to undergo testing following a series of infections. Beijing residents who buy over-the-counter fever medicine are also required to undergo virus testing as a precautionary measure. Meanwhile, residents have been advised to stay put during the Lunar New Year holidays. A former senior official of China's banking regulator, Kai Ersheng, has been expelled from the Communist Party for corruption, according to the country's anti-graft watchdog. In a statement, the Central Commission for Discipline Inspection said Kai had seriously damaged, uh, violated the party's disciplines, conducted illegal activities and abused his position and was suspected of taking bribes. Kai served as vice chairman of the China Banking Regulatory Commission from 2005 until 2013. Overseas, and NATO has announced it's sending additional ships and fighter jets to member states in Eastern Europe as a response to a continuing build-up of Russian forces near Ukraine. It's also putting forces on standby. Here's the BBC's Jonathan Beale. They're calling this uh, reinforcing Allied deterrence, and it is modest. It's nothing like the scale of what the Russians are doing. It is, for example, Denmark sending four F-16 jets to Lithuania. These are missions that NATO has already been carrying out since 2014 when Russia invaded Crimea, essentially. But what you see here is a core set of states willing to say we're going to put more resources into this to defend the alliance. Clearly, there will be a bigger response in Eastern Europe if Russia invades Ukraine. Britain is withdrawing some staff and dependents from its embassy in Ukraine in response to what it said was the growing threat from Russia. It follows a decision by the U.S. State Department to order family members of embassy staff to leave. It's also advised U.S. citizens not to travel to Russia or Ukraine. Ukraine's foreign ministry has described the withdrawals as premature. Against the backdrop of tensions between Russia and the West, the ruble has hit a 14-month low against the US dollar and the stock market in Moscow has tumbled. Since the start of the year, it's lost more than 13%. The Kremlin has blamed what are called the hysterical actions of the West. Russian assets could come under further pressure if new sanctions are imposed, something Western powers have threatened if Moscow engages in hostilities against Ukraine. The co-founder of the WikiLeaks website, Julian Assange, has won the right to appeal to the British Supreme Court against his extradition to the United States. Mr Assange faces long-standing charges over the publication of hundreds of thousands of leaked documents relating to the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. With more, here's BBC's Dominic Cassiani. 
Today's ruling means Julian Assange has a glimmer of hope that he can stop his extradition to the US, where he faces trial for conspiracy to hack and leak state secrets that endangered lives. Washington has promised it won't put Mr. Assange in the harshest forms of solitary confinement that his lawyers said would lead to him inevitably killing himself. But those assurances materialized only after it had been denied permission last January to take the WikiLeaks founder into custody. Mr. Assange will now petition the Supreme Court, but if it doesn't admit his case, the extradition would be back on. Sport and in the NFL playoffs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been dethroned as Super Bowl champions. The Los Angeles Rams beat them 30-27 in a thriller and will next play the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. The Rams' victory denied the Bucks quarterback and seven-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady another shot at the title. You know, always tough losing at the end of the year. Obviously we showed a lot of fight, but at the end of the day you lose a game and you lose a game. The reality of football, you know, it's... One team, one year, and then it's never the same after that. And it'll be the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC title game. The Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills after quarterback Patrick Mahomes found tight end Travis Kelsey in the corner of the end zone in overtime. Kansas City prevailed 42-36 to the delight of their veteran head coach, Andy Reid. The guys didn't flinch, which is a... You talk about an epic game. Okay, well, um, that's the way the players... Took it. They had tremendous respect for Buffalo, and um, and they knew it was going to be a battle. And they kept they kept going, and they didn't lose trust in themselves. So um, that these epic games in this uh, again with two good football teams. Tennis and at the Australian Open, three seeded women's players have lost in the fourth round today. World number two, Arena Sabalenka, was sent crashing out by unseeded Estonian Kaya Kanepi. 19th seeded Elise Mertens of Belgium was knocked out by American Danielle Collins in three sets. Simona Halep, the number 14 seed from Romania, was beaten by Alize Cornet of France, also in three sets. This is 32-year-old Cornet's first quarterfinal berth in a Grand Slam tournament in her 63rd attempt. And she talked about having received a huge cheesecake from Tennis Australia for her birthday two days ago. Yeah, I had a little birthday present. Uh, I had a cake from the tournament. A cheesecake was amazing. I think that's why I had so, so much energy So it was the cake. Today. That's why you won. It was the cake from yeah, the tournament. I had yeah. so much cheesecake. I can tell you guys I have energy for weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> In the men's draw, second seed Daniel Medvedev of Russia advanced, beating Maxim Cressy of the United States in four sets. Greek fourth seed Stefanos Tsitsipas has also made it through after a titanic five-set duel with American Taylor Fritz. And a reminder of our top stories tonight, a public housing state, a state in Kwai Chung reports dozens more COVID cases. The Chief Justice defends judicial independence and NATO says it's sending additional ships and fighter jets to Eastern Europe. A quick look at the weather for tonight and tomorrow. It'll be mainly cloudy, one or two rain patches and mist patches overnight. Cool tomorrow morning with a minimum of about 16 degrees, sunny intervals in the afternoon at a high of about 19 degrees. And the outlook, it'll be mainly cloudy with one or two rain patches in the next couple of days. Currently, it's about 19 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is 85%. The news from RTHK. <laughs>
things you never do. But I wish someone had talked to me like I wanna talk to you. too much when it came out in 77 it was played on the radio but didn't do much in the charts but it was re-released about five years later and just absolutely made a bomb around the world charlene uh, with a song they called i've never been to me and i always remember when i first heard that wondering where the isle of greece was and if you search that particular phrase that song comes up first on google how are you doing monday night peter king with you through till 1 a.m our sentimental journey of course comes your way after the news at midnight to 